0: You got it.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Pull Up Experience Podcast Edition. Today, we got a great episode for you. We're sitting here with Donnie, our multi-faceted entrepreneur. He is the owner of EVS LLC and Manifest Greatness LLC. We hope you guys enjoy it.
0: So, get right into it, Donnie, man. So, tell us a little about myself. How? What made you want to do Airbnb? Of all the things you can do in real estate, why Airbnb, man? Because uh, I kind of already did
2: um, a lot in real estate. So mm-hmm. um, my brother, he started off becoming a realtor. Once he became a realtor, he worked for a property management group called Monument. I got hired in, as, at Monument to just show houses. Mm-hmm. I'm not a realtor. I didn't. I never went and got my license like he did. Because mm-hmm. after I got my bachelor's, I just swore that I would never go back to school mm-hmm. for nothing. Like. I, <laughs> I was tired. I had yeah. I got three different degrees, medical billing and coding, business administration, and sports management. So I was just done with school. So I just was showing people houses and stuff like that. And I was just noticing what, everything that was fucked up with the house. Yeah. They, they had like a, a terrible business, in my opinion. No, no shade to them. I don't even think they exist no more. But it was just mm-hmm. the way that they um, took their clients, they allowed their clients to put out bad product, mm-hmm. which put a lot of pressure on me as the person showing the house because they had no direct connection to the people that actually ran the business. Mm. So I went from doing that, um, all the while I was just getting my credit score together because I'm a veteran I was like, I'm gonna take full advantage of the fact that they allow me to basically get a house for free. Yeah. I don't have to have a down payment. If I default on my loan, they'll cover it. Mm. So I was just like, well shit. Let me get my assets in order and things of that nature. During this time, I had already lost a job working at UH. I worked there for 10 years. Mm. I was a janitor, self-published author with three degrees, and I was sweeping floors and uh, cleaning Mm. toilets for three months. Mm. So went from that to working at a nonprofit, and I was just like, well, shit, man, I think I should just apply and see if they tell me no. Because mm-hmm. I was always told, it's not no, it's not yet. Right. Mm-hmm. right, Um, So, I applied and they approved me. And I was like, oh, shit, I got a pre-approval. <laughs> like, I was like, I, I was about to cry out cry. I remember I was <laughs> at Beachwood leaving my daughter's appointment. And I'm like, this is $150,000. I can go get me a house. Mm-hmm. So, I called my brother. And he was like, well, shit, you can either buy a house for your family or you can go get a rental. And I was like, well, you know what we're doing. It's time yeah. to run it up. Like, let's go get a rental. Cause the VA allows you to get up to four units with it still being considered residential and it's not conventional. Right. So that mean I can get a four unit brownstone real quick. So that's my mindset. Mm-hmm. So we started shopping for dollars as we so called it, just driving around looking at houses. Yeah. And um, I settled on one that was um, within university circle um, around Case. It was a, a duplex. My house is a hundred years old, it was built in 1909. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, well shit, I'ma buy this house. I'ma rent it out to K students. That's all I had. As soon yeah. as I walked in, I was just like, I'm just gonna rent it out per bedroom. I'm just six hundred dollars per bedroom. So the wheels start turning. I was like, Well, shit, it's still an attic. That's where my equity gonna come in. Which mm-hmm. is, I'm gonna build an apartment up there. Didn't know where none of this money was gonna come. from. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't know nothing. So make fast forward. I got the house. Yeah. And that's really how I got started with just dealing with property because I wouldn't even recommend anybody to get an Airbnb until they start dealing with properties, period. Just have mm-hmm. some experience on dealing with a property, managing the property, yeah. and it teaches you responsibility so you know the ups and downs of the market. Yeah, That's the gist of it. So what switched me to Airbnbs was just like, well, you know, once I put that house, got the house, it put it on my personal credit. Mm-hmm. And then once I, I just bought the house that I'm living in on, I think, whatever it was, like three days ago, it cleared. So that's on my personal credit. So Mm -hmm. I'm at the point now where I need to start buying assets and putting it in my business credit so it doesn't affect Mm -hmm. me personally. So that was the thing for me. Like, I'm going to get this Airbnb. It's not on my personal credit. It doesn't even show. It just shows up as another address I lived at. Mm -hmm. I can manage the overhead because the overhead wasn't much this particular airbnb that we're in we got it furnished mm. so none of this we own none of this furniture oh that shit. so that was but that was a great startup so we didn't have to upfront all of this money Yeah. yeah. now the second airbnb we got we got it with no furniture because we had money, made the money already the third one that we about to get on west 25th that one's not furnished as well but you got to start somewhere yeah, yeah absolutely so i got it
0: because the profit was bigger than the right overhead. Ooh. So yeah, you, you got to unpack a couple of things and I don't mm-hmm. to get My man, he dropped 20 gems in that one. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people are going to ask, you know, uh, especially when of the credit person on business or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And well, I guess we'll to do an episode on that, how to do all that, by the way, because you are the queen of that. Um, but I know for a lot of people who probably watch the episode, they're going to ask, I know, are wondering if I want to start Airbnb tomorrow, what, what, would you, what advice would you give them? Now, first I offer a course. Manifest
2: oh, yeah, underscore yeah. greatness underscore LLC. Yeah. We, <laughs> we have a link by the way guys. So Yeah, we yeah, but it. I do offer a course to do it. But the first thing that you need to do is establish a team. I do not recommend getting an Airbnb um, dolo. Even mm-hmm. though you could, but you, eventually you're going to need somebody to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you establish a team, it's a couple things that you want to do. A couple of legalities. Um, whether you want to create an LLC, S Corp, C Corp, do mm-hmm. that. EIN number, you have to get your state income tax ID number to start payroll so you can pay your team through mm-hmm. the Airbnb. That's just a good way to have a paper trail for your business so you can get other funding and or credit mm-hmm. so you can use that credit or funding to get another Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Um, and Duns and Bradstreet number, of course, uh, registered there, that's a credit profile so you can be marketed for free. Again, mm-hmm. the only thing you should be paying for in that terms is the LLC which is 100, maybe 125, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. But um, where I would recommend starting beyond that, the team, Mm -hmm. you gotta have the down payment. Your credit gotta be right. You cannot have no, um, what's that called, evictions. Mm -hmm. You can't have, and depending on where you at, Primarily, we're in Cleveland, but anywhere you're at, you want to be around attractions. You want to be around clubs, good eating, mm-hmm. something where people travel to actually experience sports teams. Like in Atlanta, they got the battery mm-hmm. uh, the, where the Atlanta Braves is at. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, uh, I got a, a deal pending with some people down there that they're, and a deal pending in Houston where I have gave this class out. Now I'm just waiting on people to. Apply for the leases mm-hmm. because I'm not gonna get approved because I'm OT. I'm out of town, so they're not. I don't right. give a damn how much money I come with. They're right. gonna be like, nah, mm-hmm. right. you about to? <laughs> we you really know what you about to <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I want to just help my business partners, but at the end of the day, you you want to have those things squared away first, and then you want to pick the the most lavish condo, apartment, whatever that you want. Shoot mm-hmm. for the stars. If you don't. Hit them, you'll land on the moon. Mm-hmm. That's my uncle always used to say. That rest like in peace to Gerald Wilson Sr. But um, what I'm saying is, once you do that, then you basically just pick the spot, get approved, and after that, you're just off to the races. I will always mm-hmm. push out 30 days, whatever day you get approved on. I don't care if it's the 15th. Push it out 30 days. Give mm-hmm. yourself 30 days. so you may not have the money. You may not even have the partners. You just right. got an approval. Mm-hmm. Right. You just signed your lease. Your lease not valid until you put your money up. Right. So just get your foot in the door. Once your foot in the door, figure out everything else from there. I always fail forward. I don't do anything. <laughs> I don't try to understand every nuance mm-hmm. of a deal. If I do that, then I'm preventing myself from actually doing a deal. I'm yeah. trying to create a problem for every solution Oof. versus just <laughs> that's what I do. I mean, I was talking, my brother not here, but he on the way. Mm-hmm. But. Like, that's what he taught me. That's why I took yeah. from him. He was like, "Bro, I don't think long. Yeah. Visionaries usually don't. I'm more of an analytical type of person. Yeah. I don't need to know everything, but I need to know what the numbers are like. Yeah. Yeah. So once you find you a spot, the overhead ain't, like, astronomically high. Anything over 1800 is too much here mm-hmm. for a two-bedroom, in my opinion. Yeah. We're downtown, it, unless you buy the flats because all of that shit's new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, anything over that is too much. Unless they are supplying you with furniture. Yeah. So you want to stay around that ballpark. Then more importantly, you want to have some kind of amenities. Um, mm-hmm. Like this unit has a washer and dryer that's in it. Um, other condos and other spots downtown that have a workout facility. This one has one. Yeah. Um, you Some of them have an indoor pool indoor parking. This one has parking, it's enclosed, but it's not indoors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going to happen with the guests and how they feel about how they shovel the snow yeah. in the lot come the winter, right? Yeah. So you want to look at that. Once you get all of that squared away, then you want to actually start looking at, okay, how do I decorate this spot? Mm. you don't want to use dark colors you don't want to use dark furniture you want to use stuff that's vibrant because darker colors make the space smaller yeah so mm. the, the best thing i always say is just look at the most influential furniture of the times now so you want to do uh-huh. a lot of floating tv stands like yeah. that's yeah. kind of like almost floating but floating means there, there's nothing behind it floating shelves um a cabinet for like when you come in a coat rack a shoe rack you want to do stuff that's different, that's um, aesthetically sound to what yeah. you're trying to present. If you want to do a theme, that's more so for people that are already living in the space. Because yeah. I've been at Airbnbs where it was themed-like. like It was like, it was kind of like dark and grungy type yeah. shit, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was just, I needed a spot real quick, but mm-hmm. those people actually live there. Now, you can Airbnb uh, your own spot. Say I've been in Airbnbs where dude had a whole house, right? Yeah, it was, but it was a single family. Yeah. He Airbnb every room. Mm. He Airbnb every room, and the way he did it, he was strategic with it because he managed to put a bathroom in every room. I don't know how the fuck he did that <laughs> with the with the way pipes run. Yeah. I don't know how he did that. That's
0: true.
2: But it's that's the basis of it. Once you do that, then you just stacking money, mm. making sure your your relationships are solid. Stick to a 90-day probationary period so you can stack up your money. That means you spend nothing. That means you pay nobody. Mm -hmm. You do all the work yourself. This is, again, why you need a team. Um, So that means you clean the Airbnb yourself. You market it yourself. Um, You don't pay anybody. Everything that you gain, it goes back into the unit, meaning cleaning Mm -hmm. supplies, um, linen, uh, comforters, anything to make your guests feel like they're Mm -hmm. at home. After the 90-day probationary period, that's when you can start dishing out payroll, paying people back their initial deposits mm-hmm. for getting in. But that's just to protect you and your assets. Because say if you have a down month, yeah, you can always get back into the bank account and pay that off without having to grab your business partner like, hey, I need $300 to make this rent. Yeah. So it's a, um, I definitely want to get into it more just... Hit me up and I'll basically give you the course and whatnot. But mm-hmm. we're we'll gonna have a link for the course inside the uh, other sure. way. Because I'm just throwing up on the audience, but it's it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot to yeah. it's a lot to do. But once you get that ball rolling, once these guests start booking, that shit gonna go on autopilot. Yeah. You ain't even gotta think about it. And the the major key is that you wanna make money not being there, but that's not gonna happen until you put some sweat equity in. Mm. So after the ninety days, that's when you hire a cleaning staff. Mm-hmm. That's we didn't hire nobody to start cleaning and turning the units
0: until after ninety days. Right. That way, clean you know you know what needs to be done because you can hire somebody. They don't get it done like you, but you already you know time and take, mm-hmm. supplies needed. They see, give you some the number you're like well, I could do that for half the price of that or whatnot. Exactly, and I mean it's
2: all based upon your comfortability and how much you really care about your profit. Mm-hmm. Me personally, my time is more precious than the money. Mm. I make more money with my time. I need yeah. my time back. So I'd rather pay somebody to clean versus me coming down here. That's I've great. done it already. Right. Yeah,
0: am good. Mm-hmm. Shoot.
1: <laughs> so there's a couple of things Donnie hit on that I really loved and I really want to like re-hit on. First thing first, he has a course. So just like he's clearly um, very ready, you know, to work with you guys. He'll hold your hand through the whole process. Um, So he knows what he's doing. He's definitely, if you guys are in the Cleveland area, or even like he said, he has business partners in different Mm -hmm. cities. So feel free to hit him up and join his course. He definitely hit on the fact of kind of knowing what you're getting yourself into. Like he said, he already had a rental property. So he was the leasing agent, he was the cleaner, (laughs) he was the janitor, he was maintenance. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was able to understand the flow of how real estate goes. Mm -hmm. He also touched on the fact that he had uh, an investment, uh, I'm sorry, a reinvestment schedule. So when he takes his money, when he gets his money, it isn't like he just spinning it. Oh, we going to ball because we already down here. We could just sleep in the Airbnb and then, you know, go to the club and walk to the Airbnb. No, he had a whole plan we definitely to strategize.
0: <laughs> we definitely
1: <laughs> now, what's really good, though, what I definitely want you guys to take from uh, just a little part, a game he gave y'all. He made sure that he had places that are actually um, desirable for the people who are coming mm-hmm. into the city. The first space he had was for college students. You guys know Cleveland is home of Case Western Reserve University. You know, that's one of the biggest schools out here. And he was um, renting rooms to the, to the students, like almost like a dormitory, but mm-hmm. way better because you have your own privacy, you have your own come and go status. Now, we're in the heart of downtown. So if you guys are coming in the city or if you guys even want to have like a staycation here in Cleveland, we're down on West 9th and Superior, right, right in the heart of all of the clubs. You know, you're walking distance to everywhere you need to go. you just just not even an Uber away. But even if you did want to jump in an Uber because you don't feel like walking two blocks, this will be the person that you hit up. Not only does he have this property, as he said, he's about to close on another one for West 25th. And y'all know All-Star is my birthday this year, <laughs> oh, every year, but y'all know it's my birthday. So if y'all all want to come down and hang out, make sure that y'all check the link in our description box because we'll definitely be putting up the links for his Airbnbs as well. So you guys tap in and reserve early because the price is going up. Right. The
2: price, <laughs> yesterday's price <is> not today's <laughs> price. <laughs> hey, yo, and the bad part about it that... that uh, so they have smart price and that's the average price of the rentals around you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody, when I say anybody with Airbnb, they're not charging for All Star Weekend yet. Mm. So what's gonna happen is I've already put the price up. We've written it like six hundred a night. Mm. but But what's going to happen is all the Airbnbs are going to get took and I want the leftovers Mm. Mm. because those people are (laughs) going to pay
1: they're going to pay what they got to pay Mm. and
2: they're going to pay within a group so another pivotal thing even if you strap for cash that's cool you don't need a two bedroom you get a one bedroom but be Mm. strategic Cause Airbnbs go by guests, so you want to get a one bedroom, and then what you want to do is you want to get a plush, nice, fold-out couch mm. with a queen-size bed. That's, That's two guests. <laughs> yeah. Because people don't tend to come. What I've known, noticed, and you got to do this yourself is notice the trends of your guests. How many guests do you have? Mm-hmm. Um, what type of people are there? Are there couples? Are they just a whole bunch of single people that are just coming to kick it? Mm-hmm. I've had it all, but more importantly, I've always had groups. So these groups of people come and they usually want to pay down the cost. Mm-hmm. So it's usually four to five people. This can sleep five people comfortably. Easily. Uh, two, two in each bedroom and then one on the couch. But if, even if you had a one bedroom, that's fine. You could still manage to have four guests. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest thing. You, you're, you're advertising towards groups, not mm-hmm. necessarily towards individuals, if that makes sense. Because the Kick It don't exist. Just me and you. It gotta be, <laughs> you're right, it 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 be right. It gotta right. be the whole
0: shebang. So I have heard uh, other interviews where people would say like part of their like non negotiable, they don't they don't rent out or they don't uh, rent out the Airbnb's people lo- locally because they already know what time it is. They're gonna be partying it up, they about to mm-hmm. do something crazy or they're doing something real ill that they need to uh, mm-hmm. that, they need the, uh, mm-hmm. that they need the Airbnb for. So what are some of your non negotiables like you like, no, I'm not doing that. I wanna
2: address that first. We haven't had but one person come from Cleveland to rent the Airbnb really just one one noticeable person mm-hmm. i mean but he made it clear like i just need a place to stay for tonight mm-hmm. um i'm going through some shit yeah. that's what he said in the message yeah. i'm going through some shit because this was the same day booking and it was at 6 p.m um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We, we, we didn't even, even have the unit yeah. clean because we wasn't expecting we didn't have anybody booked so we yeah. had to come down here i'm like bro, i'm not missing 250 yeah. dollars <laughs> come on bro. we going down here we're about to clean it real quick so we cleaned it he came, he stayed, he left a bottle of liquor, and, and actually, he drank half of the Patron. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he, he was just going through whatever. Right, he right, accidentally right. took our parking pass, but that was it. Obviously, he kicked it by himself. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not true. Right. I, I want to say, I mean, some people do it, but most times people don't be trying to pay no money if they already live in the city. They don't think like that. Mm-hmm. Also, Airbnb gives you insight. So they, they're tracking who's booking and where they're booking from. Mm. 50% of the people that book with me, they're not from here. Mm-hmm. They're not even from the state. The other 50% is within 300 miles. Got it. That's so you get a lot of Youngstown, you get yeah. a lot of Kent, you get Cincinnati, but they're coming here for a reason. They're coming yeah. here for the game, Yeah, football. Yeah. They're, they're coming the here strictly everything. for football, yeah. they're not. If LeBron was here, I could only imagine the right. money there. I mean, Airbnb during that time when he was here. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm. Piper, yeah, hell yeah! The games every
1: night. So yeah, yeah.
2: he's here every night, so yeah. it's just like people booking to see LeBron, and they don't mm-hmm. want to drive two oh, and a half, four, five hours back home yeah. after the game. They just and you get a lot of those just one night bookings, but you clean up on your cleaning fee. So yeah. all right, y'all know this. Y'all don't book mm-hmm. Airbnb, so oh yeah. right. damn, Hey Hey, B, it's $100 a night. We good. We good. Right. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and get your ass right to that <laughs> checkout. <laughs> like, wait a right minute. Right wait a minute. Because <laughs> right. that cleaning fee yeah, be tomorrow, $85, yeah. $100, yeah. sometimes $125, because that's how they attract you. And by that time, you've been searching for so long yeah, for Airbnb. You don't so even care. you just yeah. like, man, take right. this money. Right. Hey, that, hey, that's a good that's one. how people from Airbnb make money. mm cleaning fees
1: especially if you cleaning your. some
2: people ignorant and have deposit fees guest fees mm-hmm. I uh, mean guest fees yeah it. if yeah. you have
1: like extra like let's say they say we only allow four people here a hundred or fifty dollars per extra person mm-hmm. and people will pay just like you said if there's something big going on here and we all just need to lap up and we don't care we're family or something yeah. we don't care we don't
0: I pay I want I say, I'm, I'm hood You're, I, you're I, a I,
2: damn I, dummy. You tell the host how many guests yeah. you got. I'm no, I'm you. just saying I pay the <laughs> I know you're not trip. doing it. Yeah. But some people have, I've had a lady that had that problem and she hit me up and said, I canceled my reservation. I need some place for my family to stay. That's not going to charge me almost a thousand dollars for three days. Mm-hmm. I said, I got you. She came right here. I think she her total came out to probably like six fifty for three days, Man. or something like that, with the cleaning fees, and she was satisfied. Yeah. But it's people that will finesse you. Hosts mm. will finesse you.
0: Yeah,
1: like they got cameras or something.
0: You'd be like, hold on, But never again. Buy. Or we, they, let, they, they, they let you know we got cameras in there. Some of them do. Yeah. Oh, sometimes I don't. We don't. Yeah. But once
2: we hit super host status, <laughs> the price yesterday yeah. <laughs> ain't today. <laughs> we right. they they uh, um. Te- they do an assessment for your superhost status every three months. So mm-hmm. October first, January first, April first, and then July first. Every quarter. Oh, so That's
1: that right. makes sense. Every yeah.
2: every quarter. So even though I have superhost status right now, I have to get reevaluated yeah. on oh, January the first. You, you can lose it. Oh, oh, so you oh so you, you can't be slipping. Cancellations, um, lack of responses within an hour. You
1: gotta be on your shit. Yeah. I mean but it's like you said if you got a team though too.
2: Everybody I don't do shit by myself. (laughs) That phone, I could put it on Do Not Disturb because I have a team that's already logged on to all of the Airbnb accounts Mm -hmm. and they're monitoring what is being said. They know they know when to respond. All right, Donnie ain't gonna respond. Fuck it, I'll do it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get some people that check in at 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. What if they have a problem?
1: That's me all I always. I got team late.
2: members that have that be up at 2 in the morning just because that's what their job relates to, their primary yeah.
0: income relates to. So they're up and they're responding to messages.
1: Oh, that's perfect.
0: See, and, and that, so that's one of the reasons why I wanted Daddy on the show because, one, that is one of the most multifaceted people I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we won't get into this story, but one of the things that I love about him is that, one, I ain't never met, I ain't met them, Blavian mean, one, I think we met one time before this, but like his vibe off top is that one, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, hey, I rock with you, you know what I'm saying? Showing mm-hmm. love. And in the whole collective mindset, like we can all went together, you know what I'm saying? And that's, and I know we Clevelanders, we have that stigma, like, you know what I'm saying? We, uh, one, we don't get along very well. Two, we, you know what I'm saying, we ride each other coattails, we popular, we, we, you know what I'm saying, rock with you, but like, on top. I remember I posted on I'm like, I, I I didn't know who he was, he's like, hey man, I at rock with you, you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna repost this stuff. I'm like, oh, snap, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. everybody's mad my day in my life, but I preach the fact that with him, it's never, you know what I'm saying, hey, you got dope stuff, i gonna repost it or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the one of the many reasons why I wanna have him on mm-hmm. the show, because, and like you said, uh, the collective I did. we all walking together, and that's something that is very rare to find, especially in business. You know, yeah. so I wanted to dive into uh, how how your personal mindset works in your business as a whole.
2: So a lot of times when I sit up here and I talk to people, they always want to go through a personal development part, and I'm just like, I don't want to do that shit. You got to come ready. Like I don't got time for the personal yeah. development, so I'm trying to like be. Um, Considerate and empathetic to the fact that everybody didn't put themselves through this um, personal development training that I did. Mm-hmm. But um, I read Outwitting the Devil, Napoleon Hill. That's a good book. Yeah. I mean, it's a great book because yeah. yeah. it, it was a man that had a conversation with himself. The devil is you. Yeah. yeah. I it's mean, if you really realize, you know. read that book for what it really is, the devil was inside Napoleon. Mm-hmm. And he was having a conversation with him. And the devil was like, this is how I control people. Mm-hmm. I'm only having this conversation with you because you're demanding you that I have this conversation yeah. with you. So that book, The Power of Consistency, Don People's, people, uh, People's Principles. I haven't read Uh, the subtle way of not giving a fuck. You have to read, you just have to read. You have to, you have to pour, you have to deconstruct what you already know and and then Mm. retool yourself to deal with the real world. That's Mm. just what it is. But I've always had an innate responsibility of self because my my mom died when I was 16. My dad was a convicted murderer by the time I was 13. Mm. So my dad had already killed somebody. And was already in jail. Then got yeah. out and got diagnosed. He has bipolar. He's mm-hmm. bipolar. He doesn't take his medication at all. So I've already dealt with dealing with being alone. Yeah. So it's like, I can't just go into a hovel and be like, oh man, somebody don't care about me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, the fuck they're not. Yeah, Because people are looking for towards me for answers. So I have to always be that person. Right. So... I suffer from depression and all the other shit because I don't feel like I, I pour my cup out all the time. Yeah. I'm pouring it out. <laughs> yeah. So I, I need to refill it. But who's willing to really give me what I need? So at the end of the day, the way that I got where I'm at today, mm-hmm. I, that's why we got Manifest Greatness. Because yeah. I manifested this shit. Mm. I said it like 10 times, you know. Yeah. So I moved in my house in September 10th. Of 2020, I believe. The one that I live in now. I had, I sacrificed. So, just so y'all know, this shit ain't no, this shit real. Like, so when I bought my property, I sacrificed. I was living in a two bedroom apartment with my kids. Two bedrooms for six years, three kids. Mm. So, with that being said, with that being said, I could have bought us a house, but that I seen the vision. The vision was bigger than that. I needed to put, my lady through school so yeah i was like well, fuck it we can't i can't put you through school without having a rental property i need money yeah i can't i gotta pay for nursing school this shit damn near sixty thousand dollars right i don't know what the fuck to do right you know what i'm saying so at that point i bought the rental property
0: yeah
2: we still living in a two-bedroom yeah don't nobody know this shit but i'm not hiding it either right mm-hmm. So when we moved into our house, when I put my foot in through the door, I said, "I'm buying this house." And just a year name. later, bought the house. Mm-hmm. It's all about, and I don't, I can't tell y'all how I did this shit. It ain't yeah. no illegal shit, but at the end of the day, it came toward me because I asked the yeah, universe yeah. for it. I've been the God is within you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can have your spiritual leader. I believe in our personally, but I'm not a like a convicted Muslim, mm-hmm. but i have my spiritual beliefs i'm not religious mm-hmm. religious means you practice religiously that's right. why they said it it's right. it's about discipline and routine mm-hmm. i don't have that discipline i know that right. but at the end of the day i manifested everything that i wanted i said it so much i became consumed with yeah. my goals i love my goals more than i love my clique that's that's a phrase i use all the time i always i fell in love with my goals more than i fell in love with my niggas yeah, yeah. And a yeah, lot of people I won't think. give up yeah. family and friends and kicking right, in and right, bullshit right. for yeah, your goals. Basically. I love my goals, cause that shit go. And if your family and your friends and your clique, if they loyal, they gonna be right. like, go ahead, bro, go, go work. Right. You good? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Go work, bro. We'll we'll come over there later. Mm-hmm. So the reason where I I'm at where I'm at, and I got 10 brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. I'm the oldest. Woo. So at the end of the day, I don't have no time to be lacking on my Right, parents. right, right. I gotta work. I don't know nothing else. Even during COVID, COVID was the best time of my life. I don't know about nobody else. I mean, I was kicking it. Yeah. All COVID, no mask. Right. <laughs> I was good. Yeah. But for people, other people, it wasn't the time of their lives because they didn't put the work in before. Yeah. You didn't get the EIDL and the PPP mm-hmm. and all the other shit because you didn't put no work yeah, exactly. in. Yeah. I put the work in. Yeah. So, when the government was giving out money, I was just like, "My turn." <laughs> hey,
0: All right, no, that's right. Hey, I
2: got, I got, I got this. I, I, I got everything y'all talking about. Mm-hmm. Go on, give me some money.
0: Yes, I, I think, I think the pandemic was like we're gonna call for a lot of people. Like, let them know where they were as far as mentally, you know, spiritually, mostly like overall. You know what I'm saying? It was a wake-up call for everybody. Like, where am I at? And like, either you had it or you didn't, and then hopefully, people to that time to be like, okay, now I need to get, I need to get on track or whatnot. For sure. So no.
1: I'm about to pause this real quick.